Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's good, Internet? It's Monday, August 24th, and you're listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 339. I hope. I'm your host, <laughs> Austin Walker. Joining me today, Ricardo Contreras. Hey, how's it going? And Patrick Klepek. I think you should have to guess it. Every before. time. I just get rid like, of Can this? you block it out? Like, block yeah, it out. Like, put it in, like, it. lower down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then... Yeah, um, and then try to figure... Well, the thing that happens every week is, it's like, did I already update this last week? Did I do the thing I should never do? I know. Right. I know. And did I put it forward at the end of the last recording thinking, ah, I'll help out Austin on Monday. Because <laughs> 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 that way it'll be already the right thing, which I don't think I did. I think 339 is correct. It is. Um, how are y'all doing? How was your weekends? I thought about cursing this podcast to Amelia front, and then I decided again. I closed the tab. I mean, yeah. I didn't close it. I'm closing it out. I am closing the link... To this trailer for Showtime's The Comey Rule, starring no, Jeff no, Daniels we're not doing it. We're as not. Comey, in which, and I was going to make us watch the trailer. But I will not. not. I will not. I will not. You say that, but if I had dropped it in, <laughs> it would have clicked. You would have. The line must I'm, be drawn I'm, here. You I'm, know, I'm, close, I'm not doing it. No. I'm going to watch it later, and I'm going to yeah, curse yeah, yeah. myself. Yeah, well, I'll, I will curse. I will curse <laughs> the world with you via DM. But I'm not. I I will not make our listeners suffer. Not 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 today. The first day of the Republican National Convention. Which did you see the national anthem thing? Uh, it's like different lyrics or something. There were lyrics about song? Donald Trump in that in that national anthem they sung today. Well, their platform, their platform, right? I saw yeah, it last night. Uh-huh. Was just like I don't know him, him, him. Classic, <laughs> that guy. classic way to tell if your democracy is working. One of the parties points to a person and asks what they believe in. That's definitely that's good. That's that's working functionally. Ugh, God. Anything less depressing happened for people this weekend? Anyone feeling good about anything? Cato, dead air. Cato, just dead air. <laughs> Hey, and I, I know I so I um uh swimming options for my daughter fell through, so we gave her 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 fourth birthday is coming up on Tuesday, and she is happy birthday, not Jessica. En- yeah, um, not old enough to understand that she's gonna have like a really shitty birthday, and that she's not going to like <laughs> have a birthday party. Oh. Um, oh. so, so we like we tried to hype up like we're gonna spread it out. You have a bunch of mini birthdays, and some swimming plans fell apart. So her birthday present from because she just. Uh, I'm sure lots of kids are different, but like I don't like buying her toys because there's no correlation between amount spent on toy right. to time spent using toy. Yeah, sure. uh, the first time she got to go to a um, a store, 
uh, during the COVID stuff. She was at home with my wife because uh, for for like two months I was doing all the shopping. Then we got her like a mask that fit properly. It's like, all right, you can you can come with me if you're careful. And I was like, look, data data is usually pretty strict on like what the cost of a toy you can buy for both his internal problems that he needs to work out in himself about money and then also because you're you just seem it doesn't make any sense what we buy you and how much time you spend with it but i said i was like i was like within reason which was in my head like a hundred bucks bucks, you can can point at something Uh anything on the shelf and we'll walk out of it like no questions asked like you've been really good it's been two months um you know you 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 haven't gone to a store and uh so let's let's go and she picked something out it was 40 bucks i felt like it was a win um (laughs) you think anything under 50 was a win there yeah yeah 100 i was like like, yeah i was like i'm saving money actually um (laughs) and uh brought it home and used it for like 10 minutes and like just never touched it again um so i was trying my you know so what we ended up buying her was like a bounce house that has a little pool at the bottom with a slide and it's like, I'm going to get more, more out of that. And she, uh, so we gave that to her this weekend and she was, uh, she didn't know what to make of it. We like blew it up. Like I set it up out in the back because my, my wife distracted her and she comes out, looks at it and goes, what the heck is that? <laughs> and I'm like, well, one, I want, I was going to police your language, but that's pretty funny. So I'm going to let it slide. Um, two, like that's a slide with a pool. And she was like, I know, but why is it there? I'm like, it's your, it's your present. You can have it early. And she's like, I can go down and get in it. I was like, yes. She's like, great. Let's go. Where's my bathing suit? Uh-huh. So we did that. And then, That's but they, the thi- like the, the reason I thought to bring this up was because, uh, I, you know, she doesn't have any friends over. So she's got no one to go on the slide with her. So she's like, you got to get up here. And I'm like, I have looked at that weight limit and your, your dad is the skinniest of skinny white dudes. <laughs> and, um, that continues to through 35, but pretty sure they're like 144 pounds or whatever is not supposed to go on the thing that is weight limited at no. like 60. Uh, <laughs> and she and she said, we could just buy another one if it breaks. And I wow. was like, wow. <laughs> I thought about this it. This is a learning experience. Like, well, so sure, that was my initial response. But then I was like, look, this thing cost $300. I was like, we're not going out. We're not doing anything. I was right. like, that's like a couple of meals during like, you know, a, you know, a summer, you know, staying out uh, with folks. Like, you know what? If we only get a month out of this because Dada sticks his f- foot somewhere and tears open a hole in this thing. Well, f- so be it. So I got my bony ass on that slide and... Uh, <laughs> And went down. And went, okay. It was pretty fun. Did it, it work? You, good, didn't, you didn't break yeah, no, it. it was, yeah. Well, like I, I spent like five minutes figuring out the the points. Uh, right. Like, where, like, is right. It, where is it? Where is it? Load bearing. Where is the load yeah. bearing part of this bounce house? And I, I figured I figured out the spots that I could safely kind of get myself up there and and not cause too much too much damage. And I like I, I love water parks, and so yeah. for me, I, I got. I, I, let's not pretend I didn't get an, an extraordinary amount of joy on going. On <laughs> right. The Maybe slide. the first thought I don't you want had to was sit like, and pretend. Damn, it would be good if I got in that bounce house. It I would was, love to. It I would, was. That'd be great. It was like you know, like ninety two degrees. Like the moment that hose water hit right, the yes. the hot plastic uh, or you know whatever that thing is made out of, like immediately it was warm. I was like, man, I want to get in that. I want to get in that goddamn pool too. So. <laughs> Let's not pretend I was. You should just too. get one of those outdoor giant inflatable poles. Those are very. Classy. Can't buy them, dude. Wait, cannot really? buy. So oh, they're just like sold um, out, or they is there? Did I miss something legally? No, no, no. I, I maybe I didn't tell the story on the podcast, or maybe it was months ago. But uh, like we made the calculation back in May that like I've always been trying to. I'm encouraging my friends to do this too. Is like yeah. buy things that you think you're going to need in a couple of months now. Before like we just bought a 
a heater for our deck. I was like, right. I'm thinking about that fucking winter. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go spend 150 bucks on a deck heater so we can be outside a little longer. So I already bought that and it's, it's shoved in the garage, even though it's going to be 97, you know, in two right. days. Um, and I thought back in early May, I was like, I'm going to buy a pool. Uh, I was like, how much does an outdoor pool cost? Like one of those decently sized ones. It was like 800 bucks. Like, cool. Like we're not doing anything this summer. That's just, that money is, is going to this. And like, let's buy that. Turns out everyone else in the world had that idea right. and you could not buy $800 pools. A week you before could. you did. Yeah. yeah, you could buy them, but it was like, four, you know, $4,000 for the $800 <laughs> pool. And maybe that's changed since then, but now it's the end of August and it's like, I'm just going to, you know, muddle my way through. You're the, just going to climb into the, the bounce house. Yeah, pool. yeah, yeah. I'm going to climb into the bounce house pool. Yeah. So yeah, believe me, I, try, I tried to make that work and okay. it was just... It's like, no, nah, do you want to buy an in-ground pool for $8,000? That's like a lot like, no, of money. Yeah, I don't. No, no, no. I don't. No. Do you also have, is your backyard fenced in? Does, does it only yes. have that? Like, okay, okay. I know in Jersey. What, is, what do you mean? In Jersey, you cannot have a, like, a built-in pool without having a fenced-in yard because. Oh, for like insurance, insurance purposes? Reasons, for like liability kids, reasons. Kids. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Not just kids, pets, people, you know? Yeah. Maybe, who yeah. knows? Maybe a drunk 30-year-old decides to hop your fence <laughs> and climb in your pool and die, which would be bad. But mm-hmm. also then the liability is such that you go like, oh, well, you only had a little chain link fence, even though you had this big death trap. I was like, no, it's not a death trap. It's a pool. Like, oh, it looks like a death trap to me. A dead person's in it. And well, this, so. <laughs> the, 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 the little lake house that uh, my parents bought years ago came with a hot tub, which my yeah. mom was like, can we throw that thing out? And my dad was like, absolutely not. You <laughs> cannot. I, no. My dad didn't have like interests or like hobbies, but he saw that hot tub and was like, cool, that's my interest and hobby uh, now. Um, I've and, been looking. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but uh, uh, Wisconsin doesn't have any such requirements over uh, like fencing or at least I, this house that they bought uh, yeah. did not. And uh, But my mom like then made it like, she's like, all right, if you're keeping that goddamn thing, then you need to get a lock for it because all she could think of was just, you yeah. know, most likely someone drunk wandering yeah. in, but some kids like getting into that hot tub and, and causing a, a problem. Yeah, it'd be bad. It'd be bad. Um, I, I did one nice thing this weekend, which is like tonight, this weekend was was I went to a, fr- a friend of mine runs a bookstore out in Queens. Um, shout outs to Q and Willow Books. Uh, and I just like went there and worked from a little backspace that she'd set nice. up. And it was like, I'm and like, you know, I had a mask on and I was far enough away from like the retail part of the store. But people were coming in. There was like a very oh. limited. It was one of those things that was like, uh, you know, appointments one at a time. Or if there was no appointment made up to three people at once could be in the shop if they distanced. And I was like. Oh, there's like action. There's like people moving around me. Music is playing. I'm in a public There's a space. chance for a small talk. There's not over a Discord talk. DM. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> exactly that. I was like, I haven't seen my friend in a while. No um, one's going to talk to me about the Comey trailer. No here. one's going to talk to me about that. Not even once. Um, and that was. Uh, Austin, that was, did you see this? Yeah, exactly. Not at all. None of that. Or it was that, but it was like, did you see this book that I know you'd enjoy <laughs> reading and it will make your life bit, you know, more more positive this week instead of suffer with me. <laughs> um that was actually during that was actually on Friday, I guess, because that was the DC was that the DC stuff or was that Saturday? Saturday. Well, okay, so it must have been on Saturday because because the uh, I was also just like it, like doing work, but then also just like checking in on all the DC stuff that was dropping throughout the day, which I guess we should talk about some of. Um, uh, uh, There's a lot there. That thing kept going in a way that I did not expect it to. I expected like a drop, but it was really just it was like a full Comic Con esque day of events. 
Um, uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I would say I didn't watch it as it was unfolding. Yeah, I just. I just like would like pocket the trailers until. I very much. I very much. I mean, we we can't go through the whole thing. We can't go through all of it. We shouldn't. Um, But I will say that day left me feeling like. I think I told another friend. I was like, man, I get upset about my inability to get excited about shit sometimes because. I just left it really flat about basically everything. I think that, like that Batman trailer looked okay, but it didn't move me. But but also the fact that it didn't move me doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that I'm this year especially I think has really like discombobulated my my senses in a way that's hard to know if I care about anything. If that I, makes I, sense, I will say I uh, rewound. Um, the like little synth score that's at the end as the title sure. card as the Batman comes up. I yeah. think uh, Michael Giacchino is doing the music for that because he's done a lot of Matt Reeves stuff in the past. And like that little bit where it like links up with the uh, yeah the um, the what was the song that was in the trailer? Uh, the Nirvana song. It's a Nirvana right? song. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The something in, in the way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that little bit was fantastic. And actually. We, we have been hosting an outdoor uh, social distance movie night with this projector we bought for right. our, our deck. And we watched, we've been watching the Bill and Ted movies, which Bogus Journey, what a fucking <laughs> weird movie <laughs> mm-hmm. that is. Um, uh, and uh, we, so we watched, uh, it was mostly my, my wife's friends. And I will say to watch the Batman trailer to a bunch of people that like were, you know, these are not people tuned in right. to like what are the comic movies coming out two years from now? Sort of people, yeah. they are not me. And to watch the to the, to watch the uh, the crowd discovery that Robert Pattinson oh, was that's fantastic playing Batman, and then the fa- these are people all the same age. We came up in a Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance, like <laughs> Hot Topic, God, oh yeah, like, oh yeah. That we we are those Scene, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, um, that that is us. And so then to watch Scene goes to the uh, suburbs. I get it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, to to watch a, a, a room of women collectively re- realize what was coming over them yeah. uh, as this trailer, like a trailer washed over them. Like it was Dude. truly something special to watch. I was like, what? do I need to leave the room <laughs> while you all finished watching the Batman trailer? It was, it was truly, uh, it was, it was extremely funny. I'm ready for it. I think like, I, I like, I think that the shots that circulated beforehand it was like, yeah, no, this is this is a take. I'm happy with this take. Hey, uh, the makeup, man. The makeup's I didn't even. Incredible. I did not even. Well, the makeup. Re- well, no, the thing that's great about it's it the is the acknowledgement that the makeup is a thing. That's exactly. I had, it. Had that's exactly. Never it. occurred yes. to me that it's like a, it's a really small detail that I don't know much about this movie, but that and you know I have my misgivings on. Great, so we had. Um, we've had like what, like six grimdark yeah. takes on Batman in a row. We like we need, one. we need another one. Yeah, but. Um, if you haven't watched Matt Reeves' Planet of the Apes trilogy, it really is like I, I think the second one's like the best. But there, uh, well, he only did. He only did. I was going to say he did the first one with somebody one, right? else. Yeah. Um, but that second movie is 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 really pretty good. Um, and so I've been. He's a guy that with a pretty good attention to detail. And I was like, oh well, if he's paying attention to that kind of detail, yeah. it at least makes you like kind of curious, like what kind of story he wants to tell. And then people pointing out there was a gift from the. Tim Burton. He was. I don't know if it was the the, the original or Batman Returns, where to deal with. The, the makeup that is clearly there around Michael Keaton's eyes, there were scenes where when he's going to take, they want him to be able to take the, the, the mask off, the, the cowl off in, in a scene, they would just wipe away the makeup so that when he took it off, there was nothing there. And <laughs> right. so there was like a scene where like you, like pans too, clearly black makeup, and then yeah. pans back, no black makeup, cool, can take cowl off now. I was like, oh, that's like you're not even like you. This is uninterested in like wrestling with like this very specific detail of the character. 
Um, and it just makes me curious what other details that the movie would potentially. Yeah, for people with, who don't know what we're talking about, the, if you look at Batman in any of the live adaptations, but also just like in the comics, what you see is the face mask and then like the eyes, the bright white eyes are shining through. And the way that you get that effect is, and this is true in the comics also, or at least some of the comics, there's makeup, there's black, like, like, uh, uh, I don't know if it's an oil, I don't know if it's eyeshadow, I don't know what, like, what the, what it actually is. Um, but it, but it, you know, it's like eye black that, that like makes it so that the only thing that pops from the, like, the holes in the mask are the Batman's eyes. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, the, there's just a very good shot. There's just a very, very, <laughs> very good shot of uh, Robert Pattinson uh, with just the most scene kid eye makeup on. Because <laughs> oh. it's with his hair, like, dang, uh, it's very, it's good. Um, uh, but I'm like, but I also just like, well, what is this movie? Like, what are we, what is, I, I don't know. I like the Batmobile. The Batmobile looks good. I'm happy that we're getting a car and not a tank. Like, I think, I think that it's, it's weird coming on the heels of the Joker that we're getting another like 70s crime film inspired yeah. film. Uh, but maybe it's not weird because that movie did well, right? So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Anyway, we'll Which see. Suffer, th- suffer through the bad ones to get to one that might be okay, I, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Um, but there's also all the game stuff, right? There was the Gotham Knights, which was the, was that the WB Montreal one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the. Um, uh, which I guess does not take place in the Arkhamverse or like Rocksteady's Oh, universe. does it not? It's, no, I think it's they've, a standalone? they've said it's, it's a standalone. Whereas like the Suicide huh. Squad game is actually going to, you'll be able to, they've said like you'll be able to pick up the threads of, not that it's like a sequel to that, but you'll be able to like know, well, what are characters up to in right, this right, right. in this universe um, from um, the three Batman games they did. Whereas this where the Gotham Knights is a an alternative telling where there's what, like a, what is it called? Like a a black, uh, what's the code black or something that goes out and informs, you know, four different, uh, you know, folks in the, the bat verse that, uh, Bruce Wayne has died. Although boy, that sure seems like that's going to be a third act reveal (laughs) (laughs) that Bruce Wayne is back. Not, you know, I hope that's not true because that seems a little too obvious, but, um, that sure is it in the third act. Actually, I needed to become a villain to make you become superheroes. Uh huh. Or, or I, you know, it might end up just because. So we know that it's a court of owls thing happening too, right? Which is, which was a like a year long event that happened in, or, or like they were introduced in a year long event five or six years ago now. Um, and I'm curious if there's a if there's a world in which it's like I had to go deep undercover to get into the court of owls, and, and so someone needed to watch Gotham while I was well, gone. While I was gone, exactly, <laughs> exactly that, yeah. Um, and Shit, this all makes way, this, this all makes yeah, way this too, all much sense. too much sense. Yeah, and I needed them <laughs> to really move gonna, in. You're I really gonna them. get rid of Bat. Uh, yeah. You're gonna get rid of Batman in your Batman IP. Like, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the um, that looked. Uh, mm. Who was who was who was the Deadshot Deadpool character? The re- the red one. <laughs> the Red Hood. The Red Hood. That's <laughs> oh, that's Red Hood. That's yeah. Red. Okay. Yeah. Does he have he fake bullets or is he just Deadpool. shooting people? It's very funny that you called him Deadpool to me. It is. It's. It's actually. I love it. I love it, Kato. Oh, that's, oh, that's when you no, say when you perfect. say it's, no. I know superhero who is red. I just think Deadpool, and I. I don't. I don't know enough about the. Right. Not the Spider-Man. No, DC that's fine. Comics. Well, no, the thing. The thing that's funny I've to me. I've heard of Red Hood. I know. I have heard I mean, of that. You probably I probably met you that. him in a video game. If you played. Probably. If you played the last, he's in Arkham. Whatever. Arkham. Arkham okay. Knight. Arkham. Uh, Night. Is that the, what is the Arkham what? Asylum? No, Arkham, Arkham City, City. Arkham, Arkham Knight. Knight. He's in Arkham Knight. I'm ninety percent sure. Yes. Right. Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not wrong. Okay. Uh, or no, I guess he's not. He's Red Hood isn't, 
but Jason Todd, who is Red Hood, is. Okay. Does anyway, he have heard the that. Red Hood yeah. mask in that one at the end or some shit? Does he? Maybe he does. I maybe he like, puts it on. There was like the Red Hood reveal was in that game, but whatever. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Um. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, that game is like a multiplayer version of those games. It's like the very, very basic pitch with progression mechanics leveling up. Um, I mean, I guess... Damage yeah, you got numbers, numbers on enemies. <laughs> the the gameplay video they show ended with what looked like a strike boss fight against Mister Freeze, where they even oh, I didn't talked see about. The, oh, I only saw the trailer. I didn't oh, see they put out a gameplay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll link it to you. That I will link to you. Okay. Um, uh, I keep typing Arkham Knights, and that's not the name of the game. And that's here we go. Um, yeah, it's like eight minutes long. Uh, you can you can click through it. Um, you know, each character you can play as Batgirl, Robin, uh, uh, Nightwing, or Red Hood. Each of them seems to have different traversal abilities. Each of them seems to have different combat focuses. You know, each has a weapon. You know, uh, uh, Robin has uh, the. I think it's Tim. It must be Tim Drake, right? Or maybe it's no. I could it be Damian? Damian? Is it Damian? It, it might has be Damian because Tim Drake's Nightwing, right? No, wait, who's Nightwing? No, that's no. Crazy. Nightwing is. Uh, or unless are you saying that that's is is Tim Drake Nightwing? Did I miss that? Hold on a second. Because <laughs> Dick Grayson is my is my Nightwing, right? And Tim Drake fights with the bow staff, though. I guess, I guess, I guess you might be right. Maybe you're right. Because doesn't fucking hasn't there been like a shift? Yeah. Yeah, but what Tim is it Drake's in this the new game? Nightwing. See, I, I missed all this. This is like this is you can tell when I fell oh, off damn. of <laughs> when I fell off of comics based on not knowing remember. this shit. Um, yeah. There's too uh, many anyway, of them at this point. There are too many of them at this point. Too many um, Robins. God, that's a that's a great that's a great line from a Batman villain who's going to go kill all the Robins. <laughs> Too many Robins. Too many Robins. Too many secrets. Huh. <laughs> Morty. Mm. Um, anyway, Usually I respond well to damage numbers, but I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. So I'm there. I have I have two responses to this trailer. One of them is from when I first saw this trailer. The second is from after I played the Avengers for five hours this weekend. <laughs> Um, oh, no. Well, right, because that's what makes this such an interesting yeah. contra- like you know, contrast is having that beta out here while this feels very much there are like similar th- goals playing so, in the same world. Yeah, the the Gotham Knights game looks like it is them taking the Arkham games and then saying, how do we make this a game to service? How do we put uh, a level indicator above enemy heads? How do we make it so that 2,803 damage gets done and then theoretically you level up or get gear or craft? Like, I don't know what – we don't know anything about the progression well, how, do, how do you have here. a reason to go back to existing well, they, architecture and world so they specifically, without adding more story content? They specifically talked about how in the Mr. Freeze fight that's at the end of this video, they're like – and listen, if you come back, if you fight him at a higher level, it dynamically changes so that he has more phases and different attacks. Um, so theoretically, that's, you know, that is literally mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do the harder version of this mission or right. whatever, right? Um, and that's like, hmm, I, I, my guess, uh, Patrick, is they're just not going to provide a narrative reason for why you redo content. You just redo no, content. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Content. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, it, 
it seems like it's one of these. Like it is big open world from from what this video looks like, where you're driving around, or or if you're Batgirl, you're using the the uh, the grappling hook. Um, uh, Robin can teleport because he's hacked into the Justice League satellite that lets you teleport. Apparently, um, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, but like, sure. So I'm curious what Red Hood and and Nightwing's traversal stuff is. If it's different, if it isn't, who knows? Um, and then you're just doing the stuff. Like, are you going to be a stealthy bat? You know, bat family member? Or are you going to be a rough and tumble, get in your face bat family member? Um, and I I think it looks fine. Be like or, Family. Are you going to be the one with guns? <laughs> Are you going to be the one who just fucking shoots people? Apparently, yeah. See, that doesn't seem like like if, like I have a trouble reconciling. Like, I make sense for a character like that to exist in you know DC canon, but like in this specific game where you would have you know the whole you know the pitch at the end of the trailer was like you know uh, vigilantes to hear you know whatever like the arc like of them becoming more heroic and it's like yeah but one of these dudes just has guns just has you know guns. i mean that just feels like that rubs up against the arc that you, makes more sense can for i the tell other. you the and truth it, here's what i here's my read on this that isn't a betrayal of the fact that the bat family doesn't kill people that is the acceptance that yes they fucking do <laughs> okay <laughs> they all kill people sure. and yeah we got to get over it and admit that if you're going to hit someone over the head with a baton, you might kill them. And I don't think that's a good thing necessarily. And maybe you should hold your heroes to higher standards. But the Red Hood isn't any less uh, uh, any any less of a Bat family member because he kills people. He's just more honest about it. Well, I'm just yeah, but I don't I expect this to be reflected in the narrative. No, I bet it's just I bet it's just I use non-lethal stun bullets. I, that's what I that's 100%. what I was asking. I was like, I wonder if that's what he because wasn't that also like the the case in uh, Arkham Knight where it's like you're going around in this fucking, fucking tank and the tank. Just, like, blowing the shit out of these cars and dude, I can't I can't remember what the narrative justification was I don't to think there explain was why one. it was was there was there not dude you were blowing stuff up in that thing it had a cannon yeah yeah it did have a cannon. <laughs> I yeah listen anyway so I watched this trailer and it like I was like ugh, this is everything that's frustrating to me in AAA games right now in that the idea that this had to be a games of service game this couldn't be and it's not the first thing that's tried this right like I even think if you go back and look at like the Assassin's Creed Unity trailers one of the things that they were trying to do was like there's multiplayer there's progression there's like people have been chasing this style of stealth action game but with destiny progression mm. for the de- well, it's since ha- destiny <laughs> Yeah. When it's tied to um, this is only going to be exasperated in uh, you know a 4K era where the it's not now it's not going to be games upscaling but including native 4K assets. Like games are going to get more expensive to make. Yeah. Uh, continually, and so um, there is I, you know I think there's reason to be rightly cynical sometimes, but it also is just like a budgetary and financial reality of how do you justify right. spending tens of millions of dollars on a on a game that people are going to consume otherwise in 48 hours and not and give you more than $60 for they're going to give you their 60 bucks and then they're going to move on. No, that is, you know, maybe, I was maybe, maybe it. some percentage buys a season pass, right? But a season pass is going, you know, and I get that, but it sucks. And that's like, I would, I would, I really would prefer the world in which those studios felt comfortable saying, we're going to do a smaller experience. We're not going to ask for that budget that lets us do the game of our dreams because the trade-off is to fit ourselves into this mold that 
demands that the game shape itself around those elements. And so, like, to, let me just pivot to talk about Avengers. I put five hours into Avengers this weekend. I put two, like, direct, straight, looking at the screen the whole time, paying complete, perfect attention. And then mm-hmm. I, I mean, I spent the, the other three, I was also looking at the screen, but it was, a, I was like watching stuff, listening to podcasts. Like, I was in a much more like, okay, let me try this in both versions of it. Let me try the version where I'm paying right. close attention. And let me try the version where, like, as one of these live games, it's just a thing that goes on in the background. And man, I think it's terrible. Um, I like I can't decide if it reveals the way I really feel about this style of AAA game because it's a more honest version of it or if or if what it reveals is the thing I actually do occasionally. Okay, so like my, my tastes are, are pretty weird. Like I, I think I have pretty idiosyncratic tastes. I think it's a pretty well-known thing that like I'm not a big Naughty Dog person, for instance, a, a company that I think is wild, is widely lauded across the industry. And I'm not taking away from people who like Naughty Dog. I'm not like, this isn't it's a diss track, right? Just not my thing. I have my, my issues with the company and also just I've never really clicked with one of their games, um, uh, uh, for instance, right? Um, and so, you know, if I look at the games I like this, but, but if I look at the games I liked this year, for instance, I'm going to say like Umarangi Generation, but I'm also going to say Final Fantasy VII Remake, right? Like huge, giant, super budget game, you know, uh, uh, with with the backing of one of the biggest companies in the industry, and then and a remake and and a remake, right? Uh, uh, turned into an act, a more actiony, more mass appeal version of that game, right? Uh, and then a thing made by one person. Um, and, and that's about, that's about the end of the world and, and, uh, you know, ecological destruction and, you know, the, I mean, to play that. these to are the actually the same. Those are actually, the, both of those games are kind of about ecological destruction and the end of the world. Now that I think yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. So my taste is really mm-hmm. apocalyptic. Multitudes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I, there are, there are AAA uh-huh. games that I do connect to. I, Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I think every year some big AAA game makes me go like, damn, you know what? I still really like AAA games. Mm-hmm. Um, Avengers feels like, it's it's the AAA model. This is just the this is the beta. <laughs> the game's out in ten days, so this is the game right now. I'm sure there will be a day one patch that fixes one of the many crashes or freezes I inca- I encountered. Uh, there one time I loaded the, into a level bu- and I the- couldn't <laughs> attack. I couldn't. I could enter what? the menus. My buttons did things in the menus, but if I was just as Iron Man hitting X, didn't do, didn't swing anything. The rest of my AI companions could fight. I could just get there and get walloped on. This game is is a little busted right now. Um, did, did you see the clip of um, somebody Black Widow uh, T posing? Pro- <laughs> well, there, there, well, one, yeah, one there was there was uh, Hulk's uh, like textures glommed on to Black Widow's oh character God, model. I didn't even see that. And just a monstrous, it's Incredible. just it's, it's very funny. The other was uh, somebody just goofing with the game and wanting to see how you what happened when you failed the first quick time sequence which is Thor? which is the first thing you do in the game by the way that's the have first you, have inter- you see- yes i've seen it have you seen this so what happens so, so what happens is, is <laughs> often in every time in games really is that if you fail a quick time sequence like rather than doing like the cool attack you like you know tumble to the ground and dodge out of the way right. and then it just just keeps moving also go play asura's wrath one of <laughs> i think one of the greatest video games ever made yeah. it is a game about quick time events it is i Gave me an updated version of that. I, I fucking loved that game. Um, and so what, what happens in Avengers is if you don't hit Y or whatever, it just pauses. The game, just, yeah. Thor is just suspended in midair. The game goes into stasis. And if you 
touch the, the the button, the meter starts to fill. And if you and then if you let go, boom, just goes back to zero. The game does not progress until you hold yeah. that Y button down until it fills, and then he does, you know, his and he does his an attack and moves on. But it will not move forward. It certainly doesn't give you anything as glorious as the Spider-Man three. A uh, quick time event where Peter Parker just gets fucking owned. I don't know if you all have seen this one, but like if you fail, <laughs> if you fail, oh, I think I think I have seen. It's all time good. I'm watching Spider Man. You just miss, and he just falls to the ground and <laughs> lands in on the concrete filled with fire, and then the bomb goes off, and it's game over. This to me is what quick time events are for: <laughs> is funny fail states. Um, the, the oh my oh. god. <laughs> It's, that woman's eyes. The woman's eyes are a lot. Listen, Spider-Man 3 was a long time ago. Video games were in a different place. Uh, in any case, the thing that, that – so you get past that QTE, right? And the thing about that game is it feels like it is a third-person action, like character action version of something like Destiny, which I'll get to like the currencies and upgrade materials and shit in a second because woof. Um, but with like none of the – uh, polish. None of the money thrown at it the way, and actually that's not true. I'm sure there's lots of money thrown at this thing, but like, it feels like when you don't just throw money at UX UI design, it feels like, um, it, the sort of version of God of War, but where you didn't spend a year making it feel good for the axe to come back into your hand. And you know, I don't really love God of War that much. Um, and it, what's left is just something really laborious. Like playing this game felt like a chore to me. Even when I was watching something else and like paying attention somewhere else, I was like, ugh, I can't believe I have to redo this same fucking mission. Or not the same mission, but the same type of content because so many of the missions are the same thing. Uh, so I guess to set it up, Avengers is a third-person action game in which you are playing as members of the Avengers. In the beta, you can play as Hulk, Black Widow, Iron Man, or Ms. Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan. Uh, each of them have, uh, you know, X is a light attack, Y is a heavy attack, hold down left trigger, right trigger shoots. This is true for every character, even the Hulk. Um, uh, there are variations on this. So like Tony, uh, you know, Iron Man can switch between uh, a pulsar blast, a laser beam and rockets with his range attack, whereas Kamala is always just going to do her big like slap with a hand. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and um, the there are main story missions in the game. The beta opens up with like four of those in a row or three of those in a row, I guess, that are basically just like. Hey, linear character action game levels. You're sliding between <laughs> tight spaces while someone narrates. You're going into combat arenas. Um, they showed off the first of these a year ago or whatever at E3 when, when the, you know, Avengers Day goes bad and you, you know, that stuff got out. You could see that stuff. Um, uh, and that didn't feel particularly good. Um, but it, but at least there was like a degree to which you were moving forward through narrative beats. And I wasn't necessarily loving the characterization of these of these Avengers, but like you could imagine a world in which you get to some good stuff there because it's just like it's just crafted first, you know, uh, third person action video game stuff. Yeah, it's, um, it's one of those. If you, yeah, it's just it is one of those at that point. But then you get into the heart of the game. The heart of the game is that you're on a helicarrier, like a, a you know a secret, not a shield one. I think it's like the Avengers helicarrier that you recover and. Uh, you have like a map of the world and the world is filled with missions to go to. Uh, the missions break down into a couple different types. There are some where you just go right to an AIM facility. AIM is, is kind of your rival organization in this game. Uh, for people who don't know, AIM is like a long-running antagonistic organization in... MODOK. Yeah, MODOK. Yeah, exactly. MODOK. Um, uh, so <laughs> you can, you, you're running missions sometimes in AIM facilities where you're just like 
the game loads in and you're in like the lobby of an AIM super science facility, like down a hallway. Huh. And it's like, what is happening? And you're like going down hallways and breaking up, like fighting people in laboratories that are like, I've been in this laboratory twice because I basically did another mission in an AIM facility that has all no, these same. No, no setup. It's just no, the setup like, is like a text thing that is like. Uh, and if we if we can get into the same facility, we can hook Jarvis up, and then Jarvis will have better uplink capabilities. That doesn't mean anything. That's just the narrative. And then you'll be in the hell. Uh-huh. You'll be in like the the XCOM Avenger style thing. That's the what do you call that? Like a not a oh there there's a name for these planes. What are the planes that the Avengers have called? The qu- it's a Quinjet. No? A Quinjet. Yeah. Thank you. You're in one of the Quinjets, and you know maybe there's some voiceover, and you know Bruce goes like, I sure hope we can get Jarvis hooked up to this. <laughs> aim thing i'm mad i'm monica she's i can't believe we were betrayed by so and so and that's just like it's nothing right because these these are missions are the ones that you're going to repeat a thousand times to get drops Uh, and also there's not a lot of drops in this game you start the game and you get a ton as ms marvel because you're in her like story missions and in those areas there's like lots of like oh if i push this i can find a little treasure chest here there's some it has to be customized for the characters there's a lot more interaction going totally exactly um and there's just like you, I don't know if it was just the way the beta was set up, but it was like the person I am when I'm around chests the most is is Ms. Marvel, and so there's just stuff all over the place for her. But if I'm playing, what's, a ca- what's it, this is also a problem with Anthem, right? We're like, dude, people were complaining, like, just give us this game. More loot. And they're like, well, has the biggest but, you know, Anthem. If we gave energy. you two, <laughs> it's bad, oh, oh, no. dude. <laughs> I accept that Iron Man feels way worse to fly than yeah. than the Anthem, the Anthem right uh, exosuits there. did. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. So you go and you do those missions. That's that's mission type one. Mission type two is a bigger open area. So there's like three of these in the beta, I want to say. And those are like, you're in a jungle or you're in uh, like a tundra region. And it's kind of a big open area. And we've plopped in, and I don't know if these are proc gen, I don't know if these are set, but we've plopped in like, there's a main objective and there's like three side objectives, right? And so a side objective might be go over here and free this guy. And that means fighting, you know, 12 people and then opening a door and freeing a resistance member or what what the fuck ever. Uh, Or, uh, hey, there's an elite squad over here. Go kill this elite squad. And then there you go there and there's like 12 guys and you kill those 12 guys. Or it's, uh, hey, uh, I need, (laughs) there's so many of these. I need to control this uplink. There's two versions. There's lots of up. There's lots of getting Jarvis connected to the uplink in this game. And it's go stand in. It's a king of the hill mode. Go stand in this spot while waves of enemies come at you. Or the alternative, which only seems to happen inside aim facilities, is go to uh, capture and hold points A, B, and C. Like it's a multiplayer, like Call of Duty mode. While Jarvis mm-hmm. does the uplink, and whoever gets to 100% first, you or aim wins the encounter. Uh, and so you're just like bouncing from points A, A, B, and C to like clear the thing. And I did that like six times in this beta they like constantly um and so the the uh, the main event in in those areas so i did one that was a tundra uh, one that was like a jungly region maybe two a jungly region ones and then one that was like new york city um and in each of them though that's the function like that's the structure is go do the side stuff if you want to there's a main objective and that main objective is go kill a boss and when i say a boss i mean a giant aim robot i there's one boss fight boss fight in this game there's two in this demo there's uh, or this beta there's a taskmaster from the intro and then there's abomination who you fight as hulk and that one was like okay because at least it was like hey here's another big marvel character i give a fuck about who isn't just like a weird robot um uh but it was not it did not move me it was not like damn that was a good boss fight there was some cool interactions like the hulk felt really powerful like not really at all um and then and then 
so that you you go through like the big open area, and then what you do is by the end of it, the New York one ends with you being in the same aim facility that you've been in in six of those other like <laughs> missions that you can do. And I think the game has something like seven or eight missions available at the start, uh, and f- five or six of them put you by the end of it inside of one of these aim facilities that looks oh just like God. all the other aim facilities. And it's just so dry. And you've heard, you hear, you know, Tony Stark do his his pulse cannon and go, now this is a heart attack because he's shooting with his heart. You know what I mean? Like, ah. uh-huh, like 70 times I've heard it. Uh, so just re- super repetitive. There is one other mission that is like, this is a Hulk mission. You are playing as the Hulk. It's called con- It's called Condition Green or something like that. And in that one, um, let me think, what do you do? You're the Hulk, and you can bring, you bring other people with you, and you go into an aim facility uh, and go through many places that look just like the previous ones, except now there is some custom dialogue and stuff throughout that run. Uh, and I think you maybe get, like, a really good drop at the end of that one. And there's, like, more narrative stuff around it. Like, it opened with a message from Bruce Banner to the Hulk, like a recording that you play for him. So there's, like, some extra characterization work there. And that stuff is fine. I don't really love this rendition of the Avengers, but, like, it is what it is. And then there's the meta layer. Can I read you a list of 11 things? These are 11 things you're expected to care about in this game. Ready? Okay. Fragments. In order of importance. Uh, mm, I don't know the order of importance. I'd say <laughs> I'm going to guess DNA keys is the most important. All right. That seems important. Fragments. Fragments. Nanites. Catalysts. Nanotubes. Plasma. Polychorons. Uru, which I think is a missed game. I'm pretty sure. Uru, 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 Uru. DNA keys. that at me. <laughs> Upgrade modules, credits, and units. These are the eleven currencies or resources that this game is tracking. <laughs> How many are currently in Destiny right now, Kato? Uh, uh, add like double that, basically. It's fine. <laughs> okay. okay. How many did it start with? Do you think? <laughs> oh, started with. Uh, I can remember basically three, right? Glimmer shards and. Well, That's well, not no, true. Right. You're wrong. So the, the, the point. There was the one. Point. In, there was one no? in every. There was one for every planet in Destiny. That was the oh, thing it's doing. Oh. This is what this is doing. This sure. the thing in, in Destiny One was every planet had a resource, and you needed those resources to upgrade your gear, right? Yeah, huh. so you had to go to that place to get that, and that is what's happening here. You're not going to that place to get the thing, but it's like. I don't, this is me trying to remember and not being 100% sure, but like nanotubes are good for melee weapons. You need 12 nanotubes to upgrade your melee weapons. But as far as you can tell, like there's no way to specifically be like, I'm going to go get just nanotubes. Like you just get a random smattering from whatever chest you open, right? That does, so you played it too, is is what you're telling me. Yes, yes. (laughs) What I'm saying is like, there's at least in Destiny, there was like, okay, you go to Earth to get the spin metal whenever you need that specific thing mm-hmm. that seems something i can like go do where this is like every time you open a box it's like here's some uwu here's some fucking <laughs> uh nanotube here's some like, DNA great, keys. i needed i needed dna keys instead and like yeah it just seems to be like it's just another random number generator of like it's yeah uh-huh. knows what i'm gonna get every time does it uh, matter the- eventually i guess i'll <sighs> get enough to upgrade these things which i still don't know what it does what does it do when you boost a thing 
it gives you a better power level. It gives you more. Is it just more, the, the gear score number? The gear score goes up, which presumably means you're doing more damage, I guess. The number goes up. The number uh, goes some, up. Some stuff you unlock a different <laughs> perks on it when you first upgrade it. You know what I mean? Like the uh, epic okay. level yeah, gear yeah. is like that has two unlockable perks. You spend your nanotubes on it or whatever. Yeah. I, again, I got one I, blue. I was like, I'm going to fucking give this. I, I hear the truth of this thing is yesterday I sat down to play this around lunchtime. I put two hours into it and I was like, oh, I'm done. And then last night after dinner, I was like, let me give it another shot. Let me give do the due diligence. Let me put another few hours into it. Let me put something on in the background. That way, maybe I feel, I'll feel better about this. I did not feel better about this. No. I felt like there's the degree to which playing this made me feel like the two things that I had, the two pathways in front of me were the only thing that separates this from all other AAA games, which is an indictment of them, is spending the year to make the axe feel good when you catch it, throwing a lot of money and time at UI UX design, polish, right? The only the, the bones of this thing make the bones of all of the other games around it look worse. That's how that's how bad of a time I had with this five hours. And it might you might be able to make the case that like that's just true. That that is just yes. What separates good art from or or a good product from an unsuccessful product is a bunch of little marginal improvements all added up. But like, what a boring fucking answer. What a like, what a what a bland way to respond to the challenge of hey, let's let me make something that connects to people. I I so bad. It is like this game. The thing that separates this game from other big AAA games is not super original thought. It's just that they didn't they failed to tighten up the graphics on level five and that to me is like the worst experience i can have with a triple a game is one that makes me not want to play other triple a games for <laughs> because of how poorly it reflects on the general mode all of which is to say what playing that and then re-watching that that gotham knights trailer is like i can see all of the ways in which Gotham Knights looks like a game I'd rather play than Avengers, and yet I still feel like soured on the entire experience. Seeing numbers pop off of enemies feels worse because of having spent five hours with Avengers this weekend. And you know, I, the thing about about making a, a live service game is maybe by hour sixty. Avengers is really good. There's really high at the high level. There's really interesting interactions between character builds and the the difficult enemy encounters get really. Da, 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 da. I don't care. I'm not going to get it do, there. It, do, it does seem like this is like the term beta has lost all oh, yeah. um, meaning. But this game feels. Cl- I mean, I know that it's the game's almost done, but. <laughs> It's rare to see a game like this game has had betas every single yes. week for uh, almost a month now. And it just it's like some of the changes that I've seen, like, you know, I haven't played it yet. I'm just, at this point just waiting just for, wait, just wait. you know, to to, 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 to get the You might like uh, it more than me just because you like the Avengers more than me, which is fair. Well, that's what, so that's what that's what I'm trying to like Dude. sort through is like if if all these games I actually think I'm probably not going to <laughs> you know, I'm trying to go with an open mind. Part of the reason I didn't play the beta was like I'd rather just let. I'd rather folks like Austin and Cato go through the churn and I'll I'll get what the the product is out of there. I to some degree it is true that yes, like if they make enough of these and they're all you know vaguely similar or in certain foundational ways, the the variance there is going to be your affinity for what is representing. But Destiny started from I mean, look, arguably Destiny is just Halo, like it is that Halo aesthetic like evolved to a certain degree. Oh, um so, so it's, it's starting not from evolved. a comp- ah uh, well, I mean, the combat in the game is very good. So, <laughs> yeah, yes. well, I mean, that, um, is, time I, out, that is really quick. The other thing yeah. is this doesn't feel good. Yes. Well, that's, that's what I also was going to say. Was like, it also might just be true that, you know, what I heard, you know, 
when this game was like first being developed, it's like, why is Crystal Dynamics making a game like this? This isn't what their their pedigree is. And that is, uh, you know, there's a reason Halo, you know, Bungie makes Destiny. Like you see the through line. Not that studios can't pivot from one thing to the other, but I had heard early problems with this game were like pretty rooted in like, you know, expertise not necessarily being there for a type of game that they were trying to build. And like that, I feels like is fairly present in what is more or less, you know, maybe not the final product because these games evolve over time, but for the 1.0 of of what's shipping, like it seems like like not enough is going to change in this beta to like, you know, uh, manifestly like change, like how it feels to be playing as the Hulk. Like what they're going to be able to tweak are, you know, how the, the UI works, how the currencies work. But if it still doesn't feel good to Hulk smash, it's like you f- feel like the game is, you know, uh, fundamentally potentially failed on an important yeah. front, which also sucks for like, you know, the debut of a character like uh, Miss Marvel for a lot of people, you know, for a character that hasn't is coming to the MCU, but mm. isn't there yet. Um, like it's cool that like she like the, the Crystal Dynamics chose to have her be like the main. She character. is the main character. She is she is very much the perspective character, and I think she she works most of the time. Um, there's a degree of like, okay, she is the fan of the Avengers. That's the premise of of the way the character is written here. Is like she's mm-hmm. a she's I'm mean, just a that's a part of the premise of the character writ large anyway. Is that she's like a fan of she's a young girl who like is engaged with the things young girls are engaged with, which is a fandom and like the entertainment side of superheroics, right? Um, uh, and and that stuff can read really well here. Sometimes it's like a little too on the nose in a way that's like. Okay, but that's just, I think that's just going to come with writing that character. Sometimes you're going to swing and miss, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, and I think that you're right that it's it's a shame that that is the case. And, and yeah, Kato, I'm curious, as someone who puts a lot of time into one of these uh, with, with I think, fundamentally kind of better moment-to-moment interaction yeah. by, by you know, a, a large scale, by like a, a class, you know, you know how you're like, oh, this is the, this is the, this class of car. I think that Destiny is a mile is like in a different class of game in terms yeah. of combat interactions. Um, right. But how did you leave this thing feeling? Not not good for many reasons. First of all, it definitely feels like I would have loved. I feel like I would have liked this game if it was just a Miss Marvel game, right? Because then they would have probably had more time to polish up and 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 change the way that the combat feels maybe who knows yeah. maybe that's just intrinsic to the, the way they were going to design the thing anyways but something about having it's like it feels like something was stretched out to cover multiple characters where if they had focused down on a few a, a smaller set maybe they could have polished it more i don't know like that's just speculation but yeah. it just like does not feel good to do almost anything <laughs> in this game. Like, it feels yeah. too sluggish. Like, I think they were trying to go for impact on the hits, but it ends up feeling like... Oh. Something about the Arkham games, or, or like, it, especially the those first two. Uh, like, the, the there was still impact to the hits, but there was a swiftness to moving around that battlefield and kind of snapping to and from... Uh, all the enemies that felt fucking good. Like that's one of the big things about the Batman Arkham games feeling good is that combat flow that flowed so well. Yeah. And in this, it feels like I'm getting caught on the enemies almost (laughs) like instead of like moving through or from one to the other, it's just like, 
it doesn't feel good to like uh to to fight which is the thing that you're doing most of the time in this game yeah that is um, what this game is that is what it means to be an avenger is to blow up robots yeah you're gonna fight a bunch of robots punch some people in science suits that teleport yes um and like it's just i and then the the Here's the thing about me enjoying Destiny is like if Destiny didn't feel good, I wouldn't enjoy Destiny. Right. Uh, if Destiny didn't have as good of uh, combat encounter and design and like I could talk about I could like go through bit by bit ages of like why uh, it feels so fucking good to dodge a sniper shot in Destiny. Like the timing yeah. of being able to do that where like they try to do this a similar thing here. I've noticed it. Like there's the laser the laser's yeah. coming but I'm already halfway through punching this other enemy and I'm like kind of in this weird stuck motion where I'm like fighting them and I can't move away so I'm gonna get fucking shot and I get shot in the back and then yep. there's the animation of me falling over and like everything yep. takes too many seconds to get through and then like it just feels sluggish even when you're not playing the hulk and for right. for for like that first um at the first one like that like, story you, mission when you take over the hulk yeah. yeah it's just like i was like maybe it's just because it's the hulk and he's like big and heavy he's and then you start so playing slow com- yeah and then you start you pick up kamala partway through that uh and it's just like oh wait no this is just all of it like for some reason yeah. it at, it didn't hit as badly in that very opening one where you're hopping from uh, you like do thor you do like a little iron man you do a little black widow black widow is a little bit faster i think maybe that's why it didn't yeah yeah i put a bad. lot of time into her for but, that reason but i but i her thing was the other the other version of this though where she ends up feeling like not not too fast but slippery in a way where like uh-huh. her combat her combos felt like they were stumbling over each other in a weird way. Right. I don't know. It was just like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's just like something I about like her grappling is- hooks. The fact that she can grapple to an enemy is, is cool. That I, This I like. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, another thing that I hate is late. As much as I adore late title cards, I hate late tutorial missions. <laughs> do yeah. you remember after you, uh, after you do like t- both of those opening yeah. missions and unlock the, the fucking helicarrier, then you get to the harm room, the like... X Men style danger room or whatever. Yeah, uh, and then it and walks you through like basic through attack what, shit. Yeah, and also like the fact that there's a counter system that yeah. like if you time counters, I was like, oh, that would have been great to know like during any of the prior missions. Yeah, um, don't love. So that, yeah, yeah, that stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious if what we played is the first, you know, few hours of the game. It definitely right. isn't right because because you end up there's a point at which you end up with Avengers you have not rescued yet in the story right um uh so i you know we'll see uh we'll see how how people respond to it maybe the natural game flow is better and da, 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 da. but i think like the well, basics of what's here is just not it right you like, know that's the issue for me is that the like basic playing of it is not good enough to even for me to even try to grapple with okay what's the progression of this thing like how does yeah. it feel to like pick up uh, another bangle for kamala it's like that cool <laughs> that's chill i guess uh yeah. like i don't care about the bangles because the the fighting isn't good enough for me to want to engage in the other systems that are there like there yeah. are some bangles that give you like a gamma burst on something it's like oh i guess that 
will make something happen, but it doesn't feel good still. It doesn't well, it doesn't feel it good feels. partially because, one, it's very rare that you get your fourth hit in that combo off because there's <laughs> yeah. so many enemies on screen. Uh-huh. And two, or two, because you've killed someone by your third hit most right. of the time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we, we should not. That game is out in 10 days. Patrick will play it probably. Uh, I will not be spending money on this game. I, it's, I, gave, it, I gave it five hours. I don't want to give it a sixth. Um, anyway. Arkham or Gotham Knights comparatively is like, damn, there's a motorcycle in that. Damn, you're like on a you grappling up stuff. Okay, that looks better. I'm still not. Well, they're they're, they're coming. They're coming from a the the thing that that game will have is yes. it's coming from a really uh, solid foundation to work mm-hmm. with, right? Like it's grafting that that stuff onto something that people already like. And w- what's happening part with the Avengers and part of why I was pointing out some of the early sort of like talk I'd heard about how that game was progressing internally was like, look, like, yeah, it's not Rocksteady working on Gotham Knights, but, you know, they proved with Arkham or like it's yeah. even, or even a brand new studio. If they were, if you're just taking like, here's this thing that people already like, we're taking yeah. that and we're going to shift it in a different direction. I don't know if it'll be successful yeah. necessarily, but I'm, you know, part of what, you know, you know, Destiny's had plenty of problems over there. Uh-huh. There's lots of problems, extraordinary problems, but what do you come back to? It's like, well, during those ebbs and flows, Damn, it still feels good to like shoot in that game. It still feels good to go into an encounter. And like that's a fallback for Destiny when all the other stuff is on fire. It's like that part is still there and still I'm works. just so and yeah. There, I'm not saying that like I'm not saying that like Destiny's like no, combat no, 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 no. um I, excellence is the same as like Arkham Knight's like a combat, but I'm, I'm it's working from a similar place of like, oh, we can fall back on this and build on it in, you know, any number of ways. There was a piece going around this weekend that I, I'm going to struggle to pull up because I didn't save it anywhere. Um, that was basically like, um, uh, hey, should we hold Children of Men's influence against it? Uh, Children of Men, the the Quaron film uh, that was that came out in the mid 2000s um, and uh, was was ended up being more influential than. Uh, many other films of that era in a way that in the way that um, a lot of folks bit some of what at the time was a very novel element of it, um, uh, which was its long takes, its single shot scenes. Um, and then in the last you know 10 years that not that it invented that, but but they were deployed so well in that in that film. Um, uh, the name of the piece here is Children of Children of Men. It's by Spencer Ryder. It's on Medium. Um, and and the, the question ends up being like, now when that gets deployed, there's a degree to which it feels bankrupt of like it, it's being done because it's a stunt, not because it's communicating something about the world. Um, and, and do we have do we hold that against Children of Men or don't we? And, and, and the, the writer is like, I don't think I do, but I understand how you end up how you end up thinking more poorly on that film because of the influence it's had on on a bunch of other like schlockier films trying to deploy the same model. I know I I understand how you come back to it and it doesn't work for you the same way. And and I'm thinking about that a lot with destiny right now. As I watch the Arkham Knights, the best fucking the Gotham Knights trailer, as I play (laughs) Avengers, it's like, do I hold the influence of destiny against it? And the answer that's so strange is it's not even the influence of destiny. It's, it's destiny exists because of world of Warcraft because someone said, and call of duty, someone and halo, obviously someone said, what if we do this genre with this genre's tale? What do we do with the most popular genre? First person shooters with the world of war. What if we get world of Warcraft money from it 
just ongoing. How do we make that happen? Luke Smith's two favorite games. Luke of the Smith's world. two favorite games to go. Totally. When he left to go work at the tail end of Halo Three at Bungie, and then you know, uh, you know, is now sort of like one of the faces and worked his way through. Totally. To that were Halo and World of uh, Warcraft. Luke and Smith. I'm, I'm not calling saying he's you like, out. <laughs> no, no. Let's say he's like singularly responsible. No. Like, that was like that, well, that is reflective of like what that game is. And the thing that's wild is it didn't work. I like Destiny fine. Kato, I, I truly do enjoy that it is like a thing you love and i'm not i'm not dragging you for it um but it didn't become the world's biggest game they tr- they did it as if they did it they they swung for the fences on like listen we're going to do this thing this is going to be the future of games games of service multiplayer drop in drop out uh, ongoing progression over the course of a decade this is a 10 year plan etc 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 and and when you look at games like avengers or any of these games that have this progression mechanic it's like they're chasing a ghost they're they're chasing yeah. like something that never existed destiny didn't take over the world you don't need to make the game where the numbers go up because those games do okay but they don't do they don't do so much better actually. I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the bottom line is such that even with a smaller player base, the fact that you can do more microtransactions, the fact that you have more ongoing players who are going to spend money actually evens out in that way and and it and you end up having this thing where even though it's not the monocultural success that Call of Duty, you know, 4 was, you end up being able to say that this was a big success for you. Maybe that's that's just what the what the numbers look or, like. Or, but I, right. I don't I don't know if it's necessarily that it, at the end of the day if it ends up be, like hitting that, but I do think early in the <sighs> The pro- of, of green lighting a project, it's easier to green light a project yes. that has the potential. Show me the for money. That, it's like the even, deficit, even if it doesn't reach it. Totally, it's like in it's 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 uh, what is the oh, why am I blanking on this this rule? What is the rule that you have to show that you won't create a deficit with a new bill? This is this is bad. This is bad politics right now from Austin. <laughs> uh, I can't look this. I know up what right you're now. talking but about. I just can't, that, I can't think. It's I can't that think idea of, of like, listen, yeah. we know we're asking for X million dollars, but we're gonna sell so many different Batman outfits. You're gonna, we're gonna have so many people playing for more than a month, so we're gonna do a second content drop. And you, I, I get that that's the reality of the situation, but I'm so desperate and ready for a new paradigm, and not even necessarily a better paradigm. I'm sure that what comes next will frustrate me just as much in five years, but I'm ready for that shift and for that first early bit to where I get to be like, you know, surprised or interested in some new model for what it means to make a triple-A game. Well, but this is, I think this is part of what allows like Sony's line of games to continue to exist is the existence of games like this to some degree, which is like, they make it like, they don't get involved in any of that stuff. Like whatever you think of like the Sony, like in-house style of storytelling, like part of what like, I was like, I, I look at, you know, Gotham Knights and even in mean, Avengers was like, what if like we just ditched all that stuff mm-hmm. and you just made like a more traditional, like single player, like, like that's what I think of. Like all this other stuff distracts because I know that I don't have time for it. It's going to make like the single player experience like, like worse, but just even if they're not trying, like just by nature of like how you're going to balance the game. And it's, it's almost like what I was, some of Sony stuff to perpetuate in, in the formula that, that it has now come to because it stands in contrast to where, all the like the uh, like the third party publishers have to like yeah. put their financial eggs in because they can't unlike Sony they're not selling hardware and so I think that's why you see a lot of these games chase this dragon yep. is because like that's just kind of where where it's all ended up so for, yeah it's a bummer I mm, I, yeah. I was gonna say for all of for as not large as Destiny is uh it 
I think what they're chasing isn't it some sort of like blockbuster success. It's longevity. It's still been going totally. for six years. I don't think that point. I don't think that that the, the and, core. Um, I think you're totally. I don't think that Bungie is chasing that at this point. No. I think that people in suits who are like, we want that Destiny money, right. are chasing something that doesn't exist. Well, no, because, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that yes. they look at Destiny and they see longevity. They mm. see a game that could last six years without having to make. Uh, uh, wildly new content, possibly, right? Like DLC <laughs> packs right. that like right. get spread out one a year, and like people repeat stuff, and you know they run that content yeah. now, and they buy microtransactions over those six years, right? I feel like that's what the bean counters are seeing is like, oh, people are still playing Destiny. Yeah. That game came out in 2013. Like, great, let's do Holy that. Holy shit, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the other model there is is Rainbow Six Siege. Is is a lot of those the 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 kind of games of service multiplayer games that are like primarily competitive multiplayer yeah. that similarly have wild long tails. And right. I, I get it. I, and, and, and this is absolutely broader dissatisfaction with marketplace ethics and, and, <laughs> you know, capitalism writ large. And, you know, the, the idea of there being, you know, a choice available for people when in fact, da, 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 like, you know, you know who the fuck I am. Um, uh, but, but it, it still nonetheless has been, has been very frustrating. In any case, yeah. we should move on. We, we hit this pretty long. Let's take a break, come back. We can talk about some other stuff. Uh, because we didn't even get through this whole event. Uh, so <laughs> we will be right back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right. Ugh, this next one is rough because of it's not rough. It sucks. Like I, 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 the Rocksteady allegations came out what a week and a half ago now. Um, uh, like that. Yes, yeah. The Guardian piece is probably. About Do you want to? Can you ago. summarrize that for me, Patrick? Uh, to some degree, second, I was, I was, I was, I didn't know we were doing this. So I'm, 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 I'm doing sorry. this on the fly. No, it's well, okay. I, I'm pulling up the Guardian piece. Cover the Rocksteady game, right? So, um, uh, yeah, the the, the, sh- the there was a, a Guardian piece. This is where the original. Oh, great! Now I'm getting the. You've already read too many things at the Guardian. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> um, there was uh, um, the Guardian had a piece that was about. Um, there was a letter that had been circulated. Uh, amongst um, a number of the the female staff that had sort of been written collectively as a way of like sort of like calling out um, a lack of internal change um, at the company, um, and then as a uh, result of that, you know, the the Guardian reached out about that, and it's they released a statement saying like, oh, we're working to change things. And then following that, there was a one of the lead writers on the Suicide Squad game um, came out with some more specific allegations about what had happened to them, um, and. Uh, then Rocksteady weirdly, like in two different instances, released statements <laughs> um, that uh, were meant to show, I believe, that they had been 
you know, uh, addressed things earlier and that like their, their, their take was that not that we haven't had problems, but that these problems were addressed sooner than just the guardians, like surprising us with a, a letter, um, that had been already circulated internally. And then there was a follow-up to that one. I didn't read the second statement. I missed that because it happened on oh, a Friday as things were winding also. down. They, but Rocksteady put out two separate, like, image, um, not quite notes iOS app. notes, yeah. um, uh, app sort of things. But it was, a, it, it was a very strange way for this all to play out. Um, like, it was just it, – it was odd, um, to, to, say the, to say the least. And it seemed to inspire um, – some interesting commentary because, you know, there definitely seemed to be women at Rocksteady that said, we don't feel this is representative of the studio as a whole. As a whole. And that was kind of a through line in some of these uh, statements from Rocksteady of, um, like, yes, there have been problems. We don't want it to suddenly seem like we're a studio that's, like, fully toxic and incapable of, like, holding bad actors accountable, which then, like, reading some of the social media commentary uh, – led to just a, a a strange sort of discourse around like, well, what do we actually talk about? Like it's just, it all kind of seemed to get lost at a certain point of um, what exactly happened here, who do, who should have been held accountable and have things been fixed at the studio to the degree that, you know, well, you can't fix, but you know, that you can institute, you know, yeah. institutional yeah. change and uh, checks um, uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, everyone, not just women feel, you know, safe working at the studio. And yes, this all came Two weeks before there was a panel announcing, um, you know, the first game from the studio. And, you know, at this point, it's probably been like four or five years. It like it's more than that even, right? Was it, was, and this, was this new game doesn't come out till 2022, which I got to admit was I found sort of surprising that it's going to be like that long in between Rocksteady projects. But um, yeah, five, yeah, that last game was June 2015. So uh, that was our seven Knight, years. Right? Yeah. Seven years between games. Um, yeah, and I, you know, it's it's definitely one of those things. It's like definitely Mars uh, the debut of something like that for me. Where it's like the thing that I'm thinking about is what were the conditions under which this thing was made, and and frankly, that should always be the top of my mind anyway, especially in this industry. But <clears throat> it's hard not to to watch something a trailer like that and not be ground back down to hey, 10 of the 16 women who were here signed a letter two years ago about how bad the conditions have been about, about you know, groping, about, uh, uh, you know, not uh, people who, who were stepping over lines and not being held accountable, et cetera, for that not to be the front of mind. Um, uh, even, even as you play Bombs Over Baghdad, the incredible Outcast song, the lesson of which was more people should be using outcast songs in it's now been long enough that that like that song isn't like ty- like t- like that became like that album specifically was just an, it was all yeah. sorts of just e- everywhere to a degree yes. that yes. it was like cool you can't do it anymore like it's yeah. not it's not interesting to play it uh, or but like it was just as i was watching like man this is a that song so damn good. outcast was good outcast and was like good. this is a great track and yeah all right it's time it's been long enough you can put you can put bombs over baghdad on your on your on trailers trailer again, again and it's a bop it's a it's a fucking that that song is a bop um i uh yeah that's it i don't know what to take away from that fucking trailer i don't, I don't I mean know. it was it's nothing right it's like it's a cg trailer of it's it's a CG trailer of what looks like what if Sunset Overdrive had Harley Quinn in it, which we probably did. If you looked close enough, I'm sure you could find a Harley Quinn outfit in the Hey, Sunset, don't use this as I'm an not, opportunity to drag Sunset Overdrive I'm not dragging on those it. overlooked gonna, games of the last 10 years. Come on. I'm not dragging it. I'm saying but that was the vibe, right? It was yes, like yes. goofy, bouncy, violent 
you know, excessive fun in a big open world city that's gone to hell. That's what that pitch is, right? Yeah, and you, you could probably glean some, you know, it's the, the trailer is structured in a way that, like, what they're showing is clearly demonstrating gameplay mechanics or, like, yeah. character traits that will, you know, come into play. Um, uh, and I guess I've, I, did, I missed the press release, but it seemed to be indicating that this is, uh, like, not primarily a melee game. Like, there's a lot of shooting elements. Like, it's uh, going to change. It's a third-person um, shooter. Yeah, more of a third-person shooter, mm. but... Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I've heard over the years this game is going to have serious games as service elements as oh, well. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if that means it's going to have numbers, um, but I do know that it's like has been built um, like in, you know, with, with stuff like that in mind, what it actually means. You know, it's been a while since I've asked around about that project, but um, I know that was definitely that that's just a thing happening at Warner Brothers. <laughs> like you, if you're making a game at Warner Brothers, it's a big budget AAA game like. Sorry, um, I mean like that was that, Shadow that of War it. too. Remember, like it's Shadow all of them. War. It's, 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 yeah. this, the only things that Warner Brothers is making. I, I don't know what's up with that Harry Potter project anymore. That's been you know delayed uh, a number of times. But um, <laughs> my guess is that'll have some something there too. Oh, like, I where, bet. Like, where I bet. you put where, what you pull, what book you pull from the games as a service shelf can be different. Um, but it's this game's going to have it too. I don't know. Yeah, it was. I was more. I was more excited for the Suicide Squad movie than I was for. Uh, the trailer of good cast. the game. That movie, um, that movie has a good Yeah, it's going it, to, it looks like it's going to be, man, fucking, I don't know shit about Polka Dot Man, but, you know, you put Polka Dot Man in a, I don't, my, my, we watched the trailer, my wife was like, what was, hey, what was with that guy with this cheap suit and like the dots came off and I, I like sent her the Wikipedia page. She's like, huh? And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. that's why I'm excited for this movie. Sure. Yeah. Tell me, tell me everything you know about Polka Dot Man. You know, I, it's, Oh, that's it. I know he wears a polka dot suit. That's all I got. That's all you got. Okay, great. I'm not going to say anything else. You find out when Suicide Squad the movie. Okay, shows great, up. great. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, was there anything else that's even worth? Uh, I don't think so. They didn't show anything. So it's just no. that cinematic. Tra- it's twenty twenty two is pretty far off. Um, it is. I thought they. Uh, I had heard that Gotham Knights was maybe going to be this year. So I think that may be another stealth uh covid like all right just just push see it a, so. see and that feels like one yeah that feels right that feels right so yeah anyway dc stuff um sure other new stuff this weekend uh you want to give me an apple update yeah Fortnite. Um, what's what's new in the world of Fortnite? uh microsoft filed a so one of the questions we had after the uh, Apple said they were going to terminate Epic's uh, developer accounts was would other companies file legal briefs or even public statements and sort of like uh, in that solidarity and support of like the general principles that Epic is going is criticizing Apple um, and also Google for. Um, and it would, wouldn't have been shock if like everybody just said, hey, cool, Epic, like you – you got this. Like why do we need to get them mad at us too? Um, um but kind of lost in the the Fortnite kerfuffle was that like Microsoft was like pretty like annoyed at uh, um, Apple over the games uh, pass uh, sort of debacle of them trying to get that set up on, on iOS. So over the weekend, Phil Spencer on Twitter announced that they were filing a, a brief, which I have not read uh, yet. Um, I filed it away, but I haven't had a chance to actually look at the, the details uh, of it. But, um, you know, the fact that Microsoft's publicly coming out and saying we're going to legally support or legally, you know, filing a brief isn't legally support. It's just like they're filing some paperwork that says, hey, it's like a, a thumbs up in a legal sense, you know, <laughs> a like um, for, for what Epic's uh, trying to, to do. So um, I, think it's no, I think it's notable. Um, I, you know, I wish Game Pass was on iOS and I think Apple not putting it there 
sucks ass. So <laughs> I would like to, as someone that um, has, is hard enough to play games, uh, I, the ease of access is like super important to me. And so I, I would like that to be there too. So I'd be curious to see if there's anyone beyond them. I, 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 I kind of doubt that. Um, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of where, where right now, now it's just a matter of like, do we four days from now, do they actually terminate the developer accounts? Does, um, oh, I guess it also emails came out. This also came. This happened on Friday. They oh, were right because um, uh, Apple responded in court, and there were. You can go to the. I would recommend going to the Verge. Um, if you just type in like Verge Apple Epic emails, you'll get a piece that where they just paste all the emails, and you can read like what's it like when Tim Sweeney writes a, an email to Tim Cook that he knows is actually going to get <laughs> read. Right. Actually, um, yeah, yeah. That's what I was. So, that was my favorite part of it all. I was like, okay, sure, all the ethical, legal questions, like, but. Legal battles mean like we could just see the dirt and like that. I love just seeing just an email between <laughs> Tim Sweeney. Love watching Tim Sweeney uh, for whatever reason redact the emails of Apple executives, even though it was a public brief that was filed, but then also failed to redact some of the emails. Just like Mwah! like Tim Sweeney, just God, beautiful. Um, and uh, you know, in there was you know Apple uh, trying to point out some epic hypocrisy over them trying to seek sort of a sweetheart deal uh, for themselves. Um, uh, and Epic's response to that was like, well, actually, we wouldn't have accepted that deal unless it, you know, you know, applied to everybody else. Like, who knows whether that's uh, true or not. But that, that's where things stand now. It's sort of like a countdown to August 28th when the developer accounts are supposed to be terminated. And uh, I, I guess I now feel increasingly that I think Epic is actually going to or slide back on this a little bit. I think they're going to take it as far as they can to the end of the week, and then I think they're going to patch Fortnite, take out the currency stuff, feel like they made like a really big uh, statement, and then let it fight out in court. That would be if I was betting. That's where my I don't think Epic will. Allow, I don't think Apple's going to budge, yeah. and I don't. But I don't think Apple or Epic is going to allow the developer accounts to get terminated. I think that will cause so much. Whatever principles that you may agree with that they're trying to go for, I don't. The developers that would be impacted as a result of. It's too, too, is, yeah. is too great. Like they just, it would disrupt so much of their other business that I just don't think they'll let it happen. Yeah, we'll we will, we will see how that how that goes. Um, those, that's the new stuff. Any other games you want to shout out? Do you please you putting some time into uh, what's it called, Raji? Uh, yes, I played a little bit of Raji, which is a game that was in the uh, Nintendo uh, Indie Direct or whatever those are are called. Um, indie showcase, a, please. Indie showcase. Ex- indie excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and this one is Damn, from India. Ah, okay. Wow, stepping on my joke. You know, I'm that's sorry. fine. I didn't that's mean fine. to step on your joke. Fine. India, yeah, good joke. Uh, yeah, so I, I I loaded that. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> not sure that was. <laughs> you know what? Stepped on that joke. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. No, okay, I shouldn't see. listen. Listen, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. It's clear mm-hmm. the air. I want to hear. I want to hear you talk about this game. It's a small game. We spent a lot of time talking about very big games today. Let's talk yeah. about some small games. Tell me about this game. Well, I wish I liked it more. Um, uh. is what, is, I guess what I'll say. Um, it's uh, yeah. The, the combat is pretty rough. I you know I will grant that last night I was playing it as was like all right. Here's my hour before I go to sleep. I just want to check this out so I could shout it out on the podcast the next morning. Um, and the combat and the platforming is. Um, just a little rough, like, it's like an um, isometric actiony. Yeah, thing, isometric right? action Primarily. game, and you're yeah, and like you're uh, 
like the combat is like sort of uh, you're doing it, it, what is neat about it is you're doing a lot of like interactions with um, the environment. So like you you're from this top down view. Um, like if you see like a, a pillar, like it, you can press like the A button and they'll swirl around that and that causes like That's a stun cool. action. Um, you can climb up it and jump off it and you can either do like a normal attack with this sort of you know magical sword that you have or you can do a magic attack. It has a lot of like really interesting ideas. It just wasn't quite like fully clicking for me uh, mechanically when I was was playing. I'm gonna give it some more time because I found one it's an aesthetic that you just don't see in games so like it's just mm-hmm. neat to see like be wandering around the even if like the moment to moment combat is sort of like eh um like see, just seeing this different I'm like playing on one hand I'm playing Blasphemous with like all sorts of like Hispanic Christian iconography and then I'm playing Raji with all this other different religious iconography and it's just like cool to see games like it's no. not something you normally see and so like the combat is not uh like enough of an impediment to like it's not actively pushing me away the game, but I would, it's not necessarily like actively encouraging me to want to engage with that part of it more. But you know, like the, um, like the story framing is like really neat where it's like, you are this, uh, mortal that's been chosen to be imbued with a bunch of power and the gods aren't sure if, you actually can handle it. So you have like Vishnu, like narrating, Ooh. like as you're going around being like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about this girl. <laughs> um, I'm like, they're not like talking like, in, like they're in Aladdin or something. Like, no, I, don't no, mean, like, yeah, it, I know what you mean. Like it's yeah. not as stylized that way, but like if I was like to paraphrase, they're like, yeah. mm, don't know if we picked the right moral <laughs> for that. Like that fight didn't go as well. And then, I like, one that, of the, do you like, think that changes based on how you do, or does that, is that just, I don't fly? think so. It's, it seems okay. sort of like built. And then you got like, uh, uh, like uh, was it Shiva, um, as you know, it's like one of the others is like narrating, and that part is like really neat. Like every time I'm pressing forward, I'm looking forward to another one of those exchanges, and I'm curious to see how that. Like if if they, I hope they just keep that framing where you just yeah. have these gods just like narrating, like oh, like the okay. equivalent of uh, oh, what, are the, boy. What, are the, what are the Muppets called in the in the stands? Oh yeah, the uh, old yes, the the old Muppets up in the in the um in uh, the Waldorf, of the Statler and Waldorf, yeah. yeah. Love um, it. it has very much those vibes and it was, I was cackling. Uh, I would, the only it's thing that was missing good. is like, it doesn't, it doesn't account for like, there was a time where I just like, boosh, just like botched a jump. It has like a very specific sort of timing. Yeah. There's almost a hesitation in the jump where like you're hitting, not that it's uh, not precise, but I'm just like getting used to the, the way it's, it's handling, um, it's sort of jump mechanics. There's just like a little bit of a pause before it, like the character kind of launches. And I just launched right into like a bed of spikes. And I want, I wanted like Vishnu to be like, just like some sort of sarcastic comment yeah. um, to go along with it. Um, and, and there wasn't one, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm finding like the, the visuals are great, which may be a, uh, uh, you know, some of the chatter I heard around the game that I mentioned last week was that, uh, you know, the performance is not great. Um, this game would look, is very pretty and would look even better if it was like running like rock solid 60 and yeah. didn't have as many uh, resolution issues that it has on, on the switch. Like you can just tell it's a little pixelated. It's a little yeah. grainy, however you want to characterize it. And um, I'm playing in docked, So I'm, you know, I'm playing it with the switch at a you know higher power level, but um, yeah, like it's, it's interesting and like all the aesthetic stuff and the narrative trappings are like enough that, if I don't have something to play, this will be one that like I'd be happy to like jump back in and like ah, I'm just going to see what like is going on here for another half an hour and kind of uh, pluck my way through it. Um, which is the the opposite of blasphemous, which is like I'm just fucking like over the moon uh-huh. for this <laughs> video game. Like I love it. Like every time I 
most games I hit the pause screen and like the, on the map screen, you can see the percentage of your exploration and like, you know, that's, you know, maybe not as telling you necessarily how far you're in, but you can get general spitting yeah, distance can, of can, like yeah. where you're at. And normally I'm playing a game and I'm like, all right, well, let's wrap it up. Like, woo, 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 let's go to the, let's go to the next one. Um, and this one, every time it's like another 5%, it's like, oh, damn, I'm 5% closer to the end. I'm just to not having I, this game in my life anymore. Yeah. And yeah. I, I can't, and I, um, I didn't do this until like, uh, a- after I didn't, uh, I have an interview for a feature that hopefully will go up later this week, um, about the, them doing the, the Spanish dub for this game. So it could more accurately reflect the, the, the culture that they, um, built into the game. Um, you know, I just, just stuck with the English dub to start. And then half after the interview I was like, ah, shit, I should like this, you know, I try to play games if you, uh, you know, can, um, you know, with their reflective, uh, uh, voiceovers and like, oh man, like the Spanish dub just adds a fucking gravity to this game. It's just, like, mm, it's just, it's just beautiful. And it just like really fits. Like it's suddenly like, it's a piece of the game that like clicks into place. Um, I'll, I'll tease a bit from the interview, which is where I had asked, um, like, uh, you know, this game is made by Spanish developers um, uh, in Spain, and it's using, like, like the, it's the, like, the architecture around yeah. them. Like, it's, ref- it's like all so Catholic refle- cathedrals. And, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very reflective of, like, th- their own heritage and their culture. And I said, well, this probably seemed kind of, you know, to go to co- a year later to be able to go back and do a Spanish dub almost seems like, like, I was like, I don't want to be presumptuous, but my guess is you wrote the the script in Spanish and then had to translate it to English, and um, in some way you're losing something about the game just in the you know uh, or something changes along that path. And they're like, you know, they explain that like, yeah, actually, like the the soul of the script feels more accurate when it's being said um, in Spanish because that's those are the words that we wrote as opposed to being the words that have been you know sort of localized. And like one interesting instance of that was. Um, there's a fight in the DLC that I haven't encountered. Um, but basically they tried to look like they tried to just kind of translate it and it just wasn't working. There was a certain rhythm right. to the language and the script that just made, it didn't work for English. Like it just didn't, there was just no one-to-one. And so they ended up rewriting it in sort of like a Shakespearean sort of way. They just basically just like threw it all out and said like, well, let's approach it from let's, a different angle. Right. The thing that we want to translate here is the rhythm and the cadence, not the word-to-word stuff. That's the Correct. most important heart of this encounter. And it, just wasn't, and it just wasn't happening. And so they said, you know, in this instance, like the with, with the Spanish dub, you get like right. the, the soul of the script is like actually there because you can hear it in the way that um, like we actually wrote it. And so like you actually get like a more – uh, like they consider the Spanish version to be like the more like canonized version of the the script because it it's it's so much closer to what they were going for. So it's like there's that, and it's just yeah, it's a t- really terrific action adventure game. Like the Soul stuff, it steals mechanics from Souls, but it feels so much more Castlevania than than, right. than Souls. Um, and I don't feel like it's nearly as brutal or as hard as a as a as a Souls game. And it's tough. I'm not gonna say it's easy, but I it's um I don't find it uh, nearly as as punishing. And it's just yeah. Great game, blast easier than, as, than like Hollow Knight. You think? Uh, probably around the same. Okay. I would say around like the, the difference there just being that it you know cribs the specific mechanics of Souls of like you know uh, bonfire equivalents and enemies respawning in a way that I forget right. how Hollow Knight like it's pretty repopulates. Similar, I want to say I think it's pretty um, similar. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, just really really great game. There's a reason I wrote. I I was glad of like the handful of people that picked up on my headline joke of congratulations to 2020's 2019 video game of the year (laughs) blasphemous and then like one person was like aha yeah giant bomb was like thank you yeah Uh uh-huh uh i beat remnant i i I wrapped that up speaking of other other which like base game right the base game i just started the dlc oh so 
I think that some of the first DLC is just integrated into the base game. I might be wrong right. about that. Someone correct me if I'm if I am. Um, but there's like a swamp area that gets expanded upon with some of the DLC, and I think that that just flows right into an, a campaign. I might be wrong. Uh, but now there's a second campaign that like is straight up like a year after the the end of the last uh, the the end of the main campaign. You pick up here's where you are. Here's like the continuation of of your main character story. So that's where I am now. Um, that game was like. So good and also shorter than I wish it was. I very much was like, "All right, give me another, give me another full level." And it was, it was the last boss. And I was like, "Fuck!" The last boss was very cool. The last boss felt like a Final Fantasy fourteen raid fight. Like it had that <laughs> style of really unique mechanic of like. Were you playing solo? Or you I was playing. playing I was playing solo. I, I like okay. that's. I, I played the first half of this game co op, and then I went back with my mate with the character I'd already leveled up halfway and basically started a new campaign or picked up my my campaign from the first level. And it still works. So I feel like we talked about it. It totally like worked. Still, yeah. Okay, good. Good, um, good. Well, part of it was just like I got different bosses than I got with my friend when I was playing because the game you know pulls from a hat what encounters you're going to get what big boss fights you're going to get, for instance, uh, in each level, basically. Mm-hmm. And and there's like a handful of them that you can get, um, which is what encourages you to replay it and and to, you know, it's not a games of service game, but it, it almost could be because of the way in which you could like go back to try to get as many treat points as you want to and, and collect the gear that you missed in your first playthrough. And was, uh, there's a lot of boss fights that have like, really interesting mechanics that give you almost Monster Hunter-style different loot, depending on if you break this part off of the boss or if you use this alternate method of of beating the boss or whatever. Um, and, like, by the end, I had gotten, like, some really cool weapons, and uh, I really liked my my build. The last boss was really hard, but, again, like, there's, a there's like, a... There's a cool mechanic where it's like you can barely damage you can barely damage the boss, then you get put in a phase where you can get a buff that lets you damage the boss, which is like again the most again it's a very destiny thing in in that way, right? Where, where I've seen Kato do the raid in which all right we can't really hurt the boss in this phase. We have to wait until the next phase, and then we have to get all these buff counters that we can, and then we have to go back and and in the next phase really drop all our DPS or whatever. But mm-hmm. it felt great, and I just, it, it it is it is such a good example of a game where where yeah the the moment to moment feel is just just so sharp that it makes me want to like continue to pluck away at it. I'll probably check out the DLC this week um, if I if I find the time to because I, I I'm definitely like done. I'm like I want more of this game and uh, the premise of the DLC is pretty interesting. So so sure. or the, the most recent expansion is pretty interesting. So I'm I'm, I'm here for it. I had a good time with it. Um, Kata, do you have anything else you want to shout out before we uh, start to close up shop? I have, like one or two emails and then and then and that's it. Otherwise, nah, just. Uh just just it was mostly the i spent my weekend cleaning an olive oil spill off my kitchen floor so no brutal is this why you were quiet when i was like full bottle yeah oh wait did it break what happened yeah it shat it it slipped out of my hands just high enough off the ground to shatter and put olive oil over my entire kitchen floor which Uh. i've never spilled just straight oil on a floor especially a tile floor with grout uh, it is a miserable. bitch to get out. It took miserable my whole, most of my weekend, and then the other, the rest of it I played that bad adventures beta, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like no, a game or I two hope, of Valorant oh. in there somewhere. You know, there was some right, high, right, right, high right. points, but apart yeah. from that, yeah, that was it. Unfortunately. God. Incredible. <sighs> All right. Uh, I'm going to do emails. If you have an email, you can send it to gaming at vice.com. We've continued to get really good emails, both about bad boss communications and food rivalries. Patrick, mm-hmm. you missed a lot of really good food ones last week. 
I know, I'm bummed. I don't, I don't listen to the we, podcast, but I feel like I need to go back and You should and go back and listen, listen to it. Yeah. And you should ask Kato for the unedited cut. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. We, had to, we okay. cut an email we because one of the, we were reading the email like, this might be litigious. <laughs> this might be too dangerous. <laughs> this person sounds like an asshole enough to... Anyway, uh, this is a bad boss email. This one comes in from Mike who says, I, f- I totally forgot about bad boss emails until this week's episode, and I got a great one for you. Uh, Mike says, feel free to use my name and the names included because I parachuted from this train wreck pretty hard with zero regrets. But I'm going to make the call not to do that because I don't want anyone being sued. I'm just going to be broad and I don't think you need it necessarily. I used to work for a real estate tech firm. Um, uh, there's a bunch of email, a bunch of information about that tech firm that I'm going to skip. Uh, every, every day at this tech firm, uh, one of the senior leadership members whose title was, and I wish I was making this up, chief evangelist, sent out <clears throat> a title so bad I choked, sent out inspirational emails company-wide, all staff members, all members of the brokerage, everyone, roughly 3,100 people at the time. Usually it was geared towards interesting trends or thoughts about real estate, but sometimes he'd go off script, and I distinctly remember one day in 2019 uh, where he included this gem that I had to screen cap and send my partner immediately because it was so batshit. And I'm just going to copy and paste this to y'all as I read it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Quote, the launch of 5G will be similar to turning on your microwave, opening its door and leaving it on for the rest of your life. There's good huh? reason why hundreds of scientists are taking action against the wireless industry. Paul Wagner. Thanks, Maggie. Uh, thanks, Maggie Sherman, for reminding us that sometimes with great advancements in technology come great health risks, too. Here are a few tips that can protect you in the best possible way from 5G uh, radiation. One, no. keep your distance as much as possible. Keep phones out of bedrooms. Two, measure levels wherever possible. Three, buy an EMF shield. Here are some ideas. Four, protect your home as much as possible. How close is your home to a cell tower? Five, eat a healthy diet to boost your immune system. Six, try earthing. Uh, for example, walking <laughs> barefoot. There earthing? Are some, there's, try earthing. There are some products that minimize radiation. Seven, educate yourself, team, friends, and family as much as possible. Uh, and then the next line, which gets cut off in the screenshot, is, did you know total U.S. consumer <laughs> debt hit $14 trillion in the first quarter? Okay, um, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> there was something chaotic and wonderful about try earthing, followed by a blurb about consumer debt. This email sent, okay. set off a firestorm in the company Slack. Of people pointing out that uh, pointing out that uh, these, this person who was being quoted at the top, Paul, Paul uh, uh, Wagner's sources, all came from RT and how irresponsible it was for a leading leadership member to use their platform to quote spread Russian propaganda. This is just what a mess. I left the company for a better gig in March of 2020, uh, and then a 30% layoff decimated pretty much everyone I'd previously worked with. Don't miss that place at all. Woof. Uh, well, thank you for writing in, Mike. Uh, that's. That is a wild one. Oh, is this is this earthing? This image yeah, you I just I, I just googled some earthing and um, from barefoot healing. Uh, this this image of a um, I don't know a supervillain from the MCU. Uh, who a Galactus appears to be standing on uh-huh. Earth. Galactus um, has arrived and is earthing. And it, it, look, electrons move freely between the Earth and the grounded human body, which is why you need. When, when Galactus, the way he comes and consumes the planets is he, he just stomps around. He just does a little earthing. I'm on earthing. <laughs> goosh, goosh, goosh. Uh, yeah, I, whew, that's a rough one. Um, the, uh, the, the, uh, yeah, if you, the, some of the ones that, that you missed, there was one last week, uh, Patrick, uh, you should just go, you know what? You should just go listen to okay. 
everything from last week. Uh, oh, because there was also an update where you you missed the update on the 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 juicy Lucy. Juicy Lucy. Yeah. So you have to go back. You have to. All go right. Back. I'll do. I will. Um. So speaking of updates on that, one of the things that we re- requested was an update on Matt's bar, the fries at Matt's bar. Because uh, mm-hmm. we've decided we're a Matt's bar place, not a five eight place. Because five eight, no, hundred percent. Yeah, okay. I wanted. To, I hope that became clear at the end of even my <laughs> contribution was that yeah. the coffee cup I have is a Matt's bar place. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I chose my side. Okay. Hey, Waypoint. I'm writing regarding a question on Waypoint Radio episode 338. I'm a semi-recent transplant to Minneapolis. I've not yet visited the 5A Club, but I've been to Matt's. The fries there are good. They are the thinner type found in some diners and come in large portions. Kato is correct. The temperature can be an issue with the Juicy Lucy. You have to find the window when both the cheese and the outside meat are the right temperatures. For your first visit, the Juicy Lucy can't be beat, but on subsequent visits, the standard cheeseburger is also very good and is less fuss. Um, uh, I can't call it a restaurant rivalry, but my Illinois hometown, there are two hot dog slash Italian beef restaurants just blocks from each other with similar mascots. Both have upright hot dogs with human faces, arms, and legs. Patrick, are you are you moonlighting? Are you out there in your hot dog costume getting a little mascot money on the side? What's going on, bud? Uh, no, I, you know, I feel like I, I could. You know, I have a history of wearing a hot dog costume. You so, do. Um, maybe if you need – maybe if things go real bad with COVID – you know, you always know. That yeah, you can just always, get that. There's always money get in the, the hot dog costume. Get the well, yeah. Those shirts, as Rory would remind me, no one's buying these hot dog shirts. Oh we're putting on sale. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, one of these mascots wears short, or sorry, wears wears sport peppers as shoes. What's a sport pepper? Do I not know what a sport pepper is? I don't know what a sport pepper is. Mild chili peppers common across the southern U.S. Okay. Oh, and they're part of like a Chicago style of, of oh, hot dog. Okay. I, I, have, I, I know what this is on yeah. site. I couldn't yeah. have told you. Um, on um, The other is running while smiling at the viewer. <laughs> That's a weird look <laughs> for a mascot to have. Gotta go. Uh, my brother and I have discussed. Well, sometimes you eat a lot of Chicago food and then you, you, gotta, you, you gotta, gotta go. go. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, you have some deep just pizza and then you, you gotta go. You gotta go. My brother and I have discussed what a hot dog might be running from or to, but I haven't been able to find any firm answers. The two mascots have a complicated relationship for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen Burger Time. you got to run away from the chef who has the mm-hmm. salt and pepper. He's going to put it on you probably, right? That seems right. Um, all right, let me do one more and then call it. We have so many of these that it's like <laughs> we have to we have to keep like chipping away at them. Otherwise, we're, we're going to. Yeah, we can have a, yeah, have a, a food. We got to come up with a, a name for the segment. We really do. All right. This is actually super interesting. Hey, all. If we're talking about Chicago deep dish, I can't have you not know about the stuff that went down in my hometown. Another great opening line. (laughs) In Calgary, Canada, uh, we have a very good deep dish pizza place. What's up? It's not Chicago. It's not Chicago. We have a very deep dish, very good deep dish pizza uh, place that was known for their distinctive logo and putting flyers in every mailbox. There was a ring of counterfeit pizza places which copy their flyer design with a different phone number. If you call and ask for delivery, they will send a substandard pizza made by themselves at a higher price or occasionally purchased and picked up from the original restaurant. Whoa. But if you ask for pickup, they will, they will awkwardly, awkwardly go silent as they transfer you to the original. Here is a blog post from a few years ago, if you don't believe me. Uh, that is uh, a, an article I'm going link to. Me. I'm going to link you. This is called... Uh, Bootleg Chicago deep dish pizza in Calgary. It's on crackmax.ca. 
which seems to be some sort of Calgary-focused food blog. Um, while I'm sure Patrick has some strong opinions on legitimate Chicago deep dish, we can all agree uh, that the fact that there was ever a ring of actual bootleg pizza is hog wild. This is the best. This that I is love. so great. This is incredible. Oh. Uh, there's a thread here. There's a thread here from Dan Olson, um, uh, aka this. That can't be. That's former guitar player from Slipknot. Oh, that's, is that that's, real? I think that's real. That can't be real. I want to believe it's real. I want to believe that's it too. Real. That's not true. That's a joke. That's, that's I know. I feel like I know this at. I don't know this. I don't know this at. But I feel like I know this at. Um, maybe he sucks. The, um, I don't know. The, in this in this tweet thread explaining this this bootleg pizza update, the quality of the original pizza is way better and also cheaper. <laughs> and also cheaper. Yeah. Uh, this is fantastic. And well, the thing that's amazing is in, in this thread, Dan Olson says. For years, I have been unknowingly buying underground pizza from pizza bootleggers, which means he got got. Yeah. He like has been doing this thing, theoretically going into work and being like, I just don't like that pizza as much as you guys do. Y'all always talk up this pizza. It's just not as good as you, as you say it is. It's incredible. This is incredible. Wow. All right. Well, thank you so much for letting us know about your bootleg pizza scammers. Uh, so many people have sent in emails. Again, we're going to try to keep working through them. Um, this web, people should go to this thing I, we we said again. It's called it is called Bootleg Chicago Deep Dish Pizza in Calgary because there's all of the all of the flyers have been printed out and and are are shown off. And I oh, love man. seeing this shit. It's incredible. This is this is so good. All all, all these ads. I've loved going through a ye- ye- yellow book oh, and just too. seeing yellow pages were the best. Oh, I don't know why. I, there was it was deep, 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 <laughs> deep dish pizza. <laughs> better. It says better than the authentic one. It says <laughs> incredible. What? All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for sending in those, those emails. Oh, you can send yours shit. into gaming at vice.com. Uh, as always, you can follow us all on Twitter, twitter.com slash waypoint. Follow me, twitter.com slash Austin underscore Walker, where I will not be live tweeting the RNC. I will not be. I will not be. Austin because I, uh-huh. he's going to talk every night. Don't. It's a nightmare. Ugh, it gives it power See, to the, look at it. I will be I will be saved by the fact that um my my wife will not allow. She was okay with watching like the back half of the DNC. Yeah, sure. Once the kids were to bed, and but she, well, this will not be allowed. No, like this, no. will, this You're will right. be. <laughs> she's look, right. This she she will like she's like we could watch anything else. Anything like, else. Put, put on something on. She's like you want to put that on your laptop, and then you want to put headphones on when you want to listen to some. It's <laughs> someone on there like that's fine. You do that torture to yourself, and I, that's acceptable. I, that's I, acceptable. I am not gonna. I am not. I'll show her the funny clips later, and that's it. <laughs> that is that's that is how it's gonna go. That's that's the right that's the right play. Where can people find you, Patrick? At Patrick Klupik. Kato. At a underscore Kato underscore appears. As always, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track "Miss You" of the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash boen. Uh, I feel like there's some there's some embargoes dropping in between now and Friday, so we'll have some some uh, more impressions on stuff. I've been playing uh, Windbound. I want to say the Crystal Chronicles review embargo was up by then, and I'm gonna put some time into that. Uh, I think. Uh, let me let me tell me why. I believe the new Don't yes, Not game that's correct. will be. I, I should be able to talk. I'm, I'm like looking it up right. I'm pretty no. sure that's true based on some other stuff. Yeah, I've seen. Thursday, August 27th. Perfect. So yeah, I'll be able so to talk about that. The- 
so we got some games. So, all right. Until then, as if you couldn't tell based on the general tone and tenor of this episode, uh, fuck capitalism. Go home. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm, I'm kind of sad I wasn't recording. <laughs> that was a good was one. Recording. I want to put a little more oomph into it. That was just, I was just happy about that. <laughs> Wow, no Austin. That's all right. Let's have to... <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that was good morning to you. Thank you. You know what? I got two, I got two good mornings. One from Kato, one from Austin. I think I killed Kato in the process of replaying that joke. Uh, good job. Just didn't Thank expect you. it a second time. Never expect you know, the second you ne- time. You never do. <laughs> yeah. You never see it coming. That was the Snyder cut of um, <laughs> that joke. Kind of. It's the same thing, but more of it. I think it was actually right. a little shorter, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my mic is fucked. Yeah, you. Uh, sounds like I got gain up. Yeah, I did. Also, my PC on. Yeah, this week is going to be brutal out here. Uh, it's going to be rough. And, and it's not even as rough here, I think, as it might be some other places. I mean, certainly, definitely some other well, yeah, places. Yeah, but you have to put, you have to put California right out of the way. Because like, California, is it, it's weighted too far on the, it's, it's bad. Yeah, the bell curve is all fucked up. The the weighted, the, the what do you call that when a teacher does that shit? Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. They move the whatever. Wait, weighted grading? Weighted, is it weighted grading? grading? No, I thought yeah. there's another word for this. I never did it as a teacher, so. Um, grading on the curve? But grading on the curve, curve, that's what I was yeah, thinking yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yes, we have to grade on Which a curve. Not, yes. this is, I, I, I would have to read a lot more before coming down one way or the other on whether or not it's good. <laughs> it's not my like field of, of expertise. Um, but what I do know is California is really throwing off the, the curve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, which just in case you put this in somewhere, Kato, mm-hmm. our hearts go out to everyone in California right now. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we have friends out there, but even beyond that, it's just like a terrifying, terrifying thing. And I know everyone's going through an ordeal uh, or who are close enough to those fires. Uh, and, and honestly, even people who are not close to this particular fire are living with the knowledge that like, oh, you know, is this the year that it's going to happen close to here? Is this the year where the ash is going to get towards us? Is this the year that, uh, you know, a lightning strike or a bad camper is going to fuck up our whole summer? Um, so, ugh, it's rough. Sending love to them. Um, bring this up. 
Time for people to buy some RVs. Get the fuck out of there. There was someone um, down the block from us that uh, they like in the when uh, like Illinois was at its peak and like Aprilish. Uh, there was um, like a first responder around here who had a couple of kids, and so the neighbor had an RV, and he just lent the RV to the family so that right. she could live live out in front of the house in the RV and not have to to go somewhere else. Mm. Um, I recently told a friend that if I like won a million dollars or whatever, I would buy an RV. And just like drive How around. How much does an RV like, cost? Let's what's like. Well, so the thing my friend did was immediately. Like an RV to is also me. probably like that encompasses a lot. Yes. Well, and the thing that she was like was like you don't want an RV. You don't want to have to deal with like the septic tank and. It's like, like a boat. It's like a boat. You don't want to own a like, boat. You want like to know somebody that has, has a, boat, a boat, so you yeah, get exactly. the benefits. Exactly. But like apparently, there's someone who's done RV stuff or has been adjacent to RV stuff. It's just like it's a it's a messy difficult thing to take care of your rv in a way that's like maybe this person was doing a read on me i was like austin you're not gonna do well by <laughs> you can't handle you can't an handle RV. an rv um maybe and, and maybe she was right i don't know uh but i still like the idea of the Ooh, rv rvs are you're buying a house are you really? Is it that much? Well, it's like, like, like I said, like a, it's very talking it's about variance. you're talking about look, look, like what, a, what, tell me tell me okay the, again this is just Whatever Google like shoots to the top of sure. this is camperreport.com. Camper but if I was to ask com. you yeah. to give me the range, the the window, the price window, oh, I think of, like the, I so think this says uh, this says hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. So this says RVs can cost between blank and blank depending on the style and features. And what do you, what are your what are your guesses at those two numbers? I I think the top end is like three hundred thousand dollars but maybe it can go higher than that i think the low end is where you're going to get me because i can't decide whether it's forty thousand or sixty thousand so i'm going to say fifty thousand kato um ninety thousand uh, that's probably that's, uh, that's the low end or the high end uh low end okay what's your high end uh high end is going to be two hundred thousand Okay, Austin, you nailed the high end, three hundred thousand. Okay, <laughs> and then the low end is ten thousand dollars, which oh, I whoa. presume must be that's like a trailer. I presume that that's right? just like you're hitching something to the yeah. back of your <laughs> yeah, existing yeah, yeah. car. You're not buying an RV. You're turning your car into an RV. What was that um, site called? Camper World. CamperReport.com. Camper <laughs> A moderately appointed camper yeah, trailer song, yeah. pulled behind a truck might cost twenty thousand, while a fifth wheel may be forty thousand. Most motorhome prices usually start around a hundred thousand. That but that makes like some level of sense because if you home. think about yeah. yeah, like some people buy a lake, you know, or buy you know whatever that you know what you do like in your your twilight it makes sense that like it would cost a house equivalent to buy something that is a house equivalent. I certainly have heard of people selling their homes to buy an RV and like live in the RV for a year or two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then flipping the RV and then trying to like move. Should into you poop in your community. RV? Unique Camping Marine says you can poop in an RV toilet. Most RV owners see? do. However, huh. yeah, there are some maintenance factors that go along. Yeah, with it. see, this is a thing. Oh. I don't want to own a house I can't poop in. I or, that you have to think, or that you have yeah. to think that uh, yeah. much about I need to, the yeah. poop maintenance. The poop maintenance. <laughs> Uh, like I'll think a little bit about poop maintenance. Like you know what? Listen, if the toilet goes bad, I'm happy to know who to call to get that fixed. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm not here guy. to. 
Yeah, you got a poop guy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not trying to buy a. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I hear you. I hear you. They seem expensive. Is the thing. But also, it feels like it would be a fun trip. Oh my god! Yeah. Again, I want. Let me borrow the RV from someone. Yeah. Let me do one like week long RV trip. Maybe two weeks. We'll see. We'll see how how that first week goes. Well, don't think about it. You know. Uh, all right. We should talk about this. Hold on. I gotta send this penis.jpg to Emmanuel. Great. Yeah. Look, I read I wrote two thousand words about a hidden ah. penis in Halo. Oh. Of course. Supposedly, allegedly, not actually. Not actually, but allegedly. You know, the alleged allegedly. hidden penis in Halo. Well, look what happens when the uh, when the HDR buffer and the explosion interacts with the normal map in the uh, brute armor. You get um, a penis. Dicks mm-hmm. out. <laughs> look, I'll send, look. Hold on, I will send you. Look, look at this. Look okay. at this image. Okay. Putting this in the chat. I look see. at the arrow. What arrow? That's a penis. Mm-hmm. What arrow are you looking at? Oh. The, the Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a, That's a I'll be honest. <laughs> you ever conf- you ever miss something because how big it is? <laughs> you ever like, where is it? I don't see it. It's like literally missing the forest. That's for the why trees. I was not, I was not giving mm-hmm. you any clues. I was like, it'll it'll this is you know, this isn't like uh, looking at one of those uh one those yeah. those mall uh that's uh, a table leg, my guy. <laughs> That's magic a, eyes. Jesus Christ. Uh. At first, I thought you meant the thing in the top right, the like uh-huh. meter, and I was like, what are you talking? That's not. I mean, also kind of. That's, but. A, that's kind of a penis. Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for him, you see him everywhere. That's true. <laughs> I mean, what, what is a rocket That grenade in the top left? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, in do, in doing uh, research for this uh, piece, um, uh, uh, I like Googled like video game penis and was just like trying to see mm. some other stories I could link to. And uh. I didn't realize when they did the like uh, I don't know like a 4K update to State of Decay or something like that that they they had contracted a bunch of of the texture work out, um, uh. which is true for a lot of video games. And they had I guess like the contractors had hidden a bunch of. Penises in the in the textures, but they weren't visible unless it reached a certain resolution. (laughs) And so, like the 4K textures, maybe in part of this wrong. Like I don't know if it's 4K or whatever, but like it's basically at a certain resolution, they were not like discernible. And then the developers are going back looking at the original work, implementing that, and all of a sudden they're looking around State of Decay, and it's just full of penises. (laughs) It's incredible. That's incredible. That's so. Which I bet funny. stuff like that happens more often than you think. I bet there was yeah. a million stories yeah. of hidden, yeah. yeah, hidden things and stuff like that. God. All right. Uh, time for this. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. <coughs> uh, let's do 18 seconds. <laughs> 